Save the Semantics, episode 246. It is February 16th, 2024. My name is Myro. This is the podcast where I ramble on for a bit about some shit. Um, recording this on a Friday evening. I uh, was able to kind of squeeze some time. This upcoming week, uh, as, as you may know, I like to record out, out, out in nature where I feel a little more, a little more calm and kind of away from the hustle and bustle of, I don't know, just <laughs> other, other shit, you know? Um, I, I don't want it to kind of, I, I like to kind of keep it separate from, uh, kind of like my workspace and everything. Um, but, uh, recording this right now because, uh, it's expected to kind of rain within the next week uh, quite a bit more rain which uh i don't know how i feel about that i'm a little apprehensive about it um so i'm like might as well just take advantage of today where it could potentially be like one last day where we you know don't have any rain so i also kind of want to you know out be out in nature too so might as well take advantage of that and uh kill two birds you know kill two birds with one stone that type of deal um so this week has been interesting. I mean, I'm also kind of like in a weird, kind of, I'm in like a weird mood. I'm like weirdly happy because I, I, I don't know, I've, I'm, I'm sort of, uh, I, I got some like relatively good news, like, and I'm like sort of conflicted about it. Um, I don't, I don't really want to get into that because it's a bit personal, but, um, so it's like good. And then I, and I'm just like, I'm also tired because of work. So I'm, I'm like kind of ranging in emotions right now. Um, uh, I'm sort of like, I'm just kind of like weird, tired and delirious a little bit. Um, but, um, that's kind of where my headspace is right now. Uh, so I, 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 overall I'm okay. This morning I woke up and I just was, I, I felt probably the most vegetable that I felt in a very long time if that makes any sense uh I just was not in any state of mind where I wanted to do like anything at all (laughs) you know I just wanted to lie down um so that was kind of where my head was at but right right now I feel okay I am still tired for sure but um not as bad as I was this morning so that's a plus, I guess. Um, talking, let's talk, let's start with basketball. That's usually where I like to start. Um, been pretty checked out of games, kind of leading up to the All-Star break. Uh, it is officially like the All-Star weekend now. Uh, starting today, they're doing the Celebrity All-Star game, I believe, and the Rising uh, all-star games. Um, I don't know if I'm going to check those out. Most likely not. I may check out tomorrow night's activities. Maybe just kind of tune in here and there for like the three-point contest. And, uh, that's kind of really it. You know, I don't know what they're going to do for slam dunk. Like last year's slam dunk was good because of, uh, Mac McClung. Uh, he is back. So that, that could be, worth checking out and then I'm not I, I, I wasn't a hundred percent of who else. I think Jalen Brown is in it, right? That's like a pretty big one. That's like the first time in a minute since we've had like an all star caliber player in the all star in the uh, excuse me, in the dunk contest. So um that could 
bring some attention, you know what I mean? Um, we'll see how the actual event goes, but, you know, I think, you know, if, if they're able to actually supplement the contest with actual good dunkers like they did last year, they could, they could keep it, you know, exciting. Like, obviously they're not, you know, someone like McClung isn't like, um, you know, he's, 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 uh, He's been, you know, a, a constant G League player for the majority of his career, but that doesn't mean that the he can't be still included in conversation. I think that um, it it really just comes down to the performance. You know what I mean? As as long as there's some exciting dunks that happen, um, I don't see why that can't be, um, why that shouldn't be uh, an issue, right? And then on top of that, if they can get some bigger names in the dunk contest like a Jalen Brown I've, I, I he's I don't really consider him to be like a dunker like he I have seen him get some good in-game dunks but uh you know I don't know if he, he's necessarily like someone that can pull it off but we'll see man we'll see if he if he can um get some good ones but so it'll be interesting I might tune in just to kind of check it here and there um uh, and see see how that goes. Uh, All Star Game, like I said, I haven't really watched. I mean, when has the game been entertaining for a long time? I think it's been a minute since it's been uh, like actually competitive. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I just kind of am like, eh, is the spectacle of it seeing all these players get together worth it? I don't know, man. We'll see. Um, we'll see. Uh, what else did I want to touch upon going into I, I I had like a conversation or discussion piece that I wanted to bring up regarding kind of the longevity of the season or just the length of the season um I feel that 82 games is quite a bit uh it's at this kind of point honestly where I you know these last couple of months where I am very much kind of like checked out you know what I mean like it's very hard to stay focused on games because like it, it, it this is just like a common you know trend every season really and I've talked about this before but it's like I'm fully invested at the very beginning like the very the first two weeks of the season I'm like locked in I'm watching almost every game at least I'm like checking in on like results of every game you know um but then as, like, the season progresses, kind of half past the halfway point, um, especially right now, it's, like, I just, I feel like I've seen a lot already, and there's, you know, there's also, kind of, there's a lot of fatigue that comes with the games, players are sitting out, um, there are still exciting games that happen, for sure, but it's just not, I'm just personally not as inv- invested, um, I'm kind of ready for the next progression right going into the playoffs right that's when it really picks up and when it gets to sort of like that playing week the first round of the playoffs that's when shit really gets going you know what I mean and like once the standings really truly matter when it is integral to lock in a playoff position I think that's when it is the most uh, one of the more exciting periods of the regular season, right? Um, and 
I think that the length of the season can kind of pose a bit of a bit of an issue with, um, you know, obviously casual viewers for sure. I, I kind of include myself in the casual viewer list because I'm not engaged with every single game. I'm not watching every single Warriors game, even, you know, even right now, um, just because I don't have the time for that. So uh, I, is there a way to maybe optimize and make it so that the viewing experience of a regular season uh, is more uh, enjoyable for everyone involved, right? Um, there is, of course, the issue of players not committing to certain games, even if they are considered healthy enough to play, right? Like, injury is, of course, a very big factor when it comes to basketball um, and this league. So that can heavily affect how, uh, you know, just the, the t- turnout of the the team, uh, the turnout for the fans. Like, if a certain player, like, is, is not playing, the star player of a team is not playing, you're, you're, I, I feel you're less inclined, you're less incentivized to go watch that game. Like, because you're... Um, you know, sure you're there to support your team, but you also want to see, you want to see Steph Curry play, right? So I think that, um, and I, 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 I think it also kind of adding on to the injury side of things, like the, because of how long the seasons are, it is more likely that players get injured because more, you know, more pressure is put on their bodies and that sort of thing, right? Um, I think the biggest factor to why a the league or rather the the season hasn't been shortened is because just money in general and then just sort of the you know the the just the kind of the grandfathering of this 82 game season um and just how um it's sort of been a staple at this point um but I can't see I don't see a reason why it can't change right um they've introduced the play in which has been a pretty you know pretty big success uh they introduced the play you know the in-season tournament which seemed to have been a pretty good success as well obviously there's you could argue it's like okay but the you know how uh (laughs) is is the you know you could argue the uh what is it the you know the actual the the tangibles of like whether it's you know, actually worth something that, you know, that, you know, tournament award or whatever is, is that like worth the, is, was it worth it? Like, I, I mean, they could just kind of build on that for sure. But, um, you know, so far it seems to like draw in more players or more fans to watch the games and that sort of thing. I, 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 I'm wondering if it is worth it to shorten the season kind of little by little, just kind of like cut off parts of it so then they can hone in on more games um and again like i said optimize like if they i remember back in like the the lockout season or whatever um like despite i felt like i was like ooh, less games i don't know if i like that and it turned out to not really be that much of a problem you know like it was just kind of like oh this is just sort of a shortened season and we'll just work with that same thing with like the post covid year 2021 like you know you're we technically still in covid but 
like the the season was shortened because it started up later right it started up during like december i believe near christmas um and then it kind of went forward from there and it was a shortened season it was like 60 something games but that wasn't a problem at all i just don't see why they can't do something similar like that like because i mean and i know why it's because of the money involved i totally understand that but can we maybe try to i don't know is there like an agreement that like the players union and the nba can come to <laughs> where, where like they can they can like find some kind of level ground where you know it's like hey listen maybe we can shorten this to like 70 games and just kind of test the waters to see how that goes provide more games or more days in between games to provide rest for players so that they can actually play games and they're not and there's less of a you know less of a chance for them to get injured like can we just spread out the games a little bit more like if we did something like a 70 game or even like a 60 game season can there maybe just be like one like maybe like just like two games a week for each team like can we do something like that i feel like that's pretty viable you know what i mean um i think the issue um uh, on on the fan side of things is that tickets might get more expensive because there's less supply quote-unquote supply of games so that could prove to be maybe a bit of a problem but games are already expensive anyway you know what i mean so i i think that uh there there's more i I, there's going to be more of a demand for the games because there's less of them um so you know obviously this demand goes up price goes up supply if supply goes down demand you know fucking economics right (laughs) um so uh that that could be an issue on the consumer side of things but it's like if the nba can somehow leverage that and create a uh, create a opportunity for uh, this to kind of work out it might be better it might work out man 82 games is a lot of games man i'm not paying attention to all of them i'm really not uh, especially not right now. Um, obviously, due to just you know my own situation with you know it's time, my 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 time management. I don't have time to watch games, so that makes a little bit more sense. But I feel there is a way to make it work so that everyone can kind of have a piece of the pie. You know what I mean? So that's something. Uh, it's like if if we've introduced all of these other additional things, why not also introduce uh you know shortening you know quote unquote shortening the season or just cutting down the number of games right like we could still start in october again and then we could just limit the number of games per week two games a week for each team instead of and just completely get rid of back-to-backs just get rid of them you know what i mean like i i think back-to-backs are killer for um just in general for all teams like especially if you're traveling from city to city if you have a home back-to-back it's not as big of an issue but if you're going like if like even if you're just like traveling along like the east coast or whatever that's still distance to travel get on the plane like i can't even imagine you know like obviously players get used to the jet lag and and just the effects of travel like i i totally I'm sure that they've just completely adjusted to that. But still, man, there's fatigue. There's not enough time in between games for resting. 
whatever. Like, it, it, there's just it, it, back-to-backs are killer. I, I just think they should get rid of them. And I think what it comes down to is just, you know, just clearing out and reducing the number of games in the regular season. Hopefully that's that, that that's my spiel. Reduce the number of regular game regular season games so that players are are can actually play. The on court product is better, um, and there's gonna be more excitement for individual games because one there's less of them, right? I think that this is where the NFL continues to be the you know the 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 I guess the whatever you want to call it the um the 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 sort of the example of success in sports being one of you know the number one um you know draw of of you know american audiences is because like it's very specifically like you know majority of games obviously there's like monday night football and shit like that but majority of the games are on sunday it's like an event right it's very clearly an event you could tie, you know, it's on the weekend, you know, tickets are, are, you know, there, there, there's a limit. Um, there's a very clear time and day for, for those games. It's like, oh yeah, this is, it's like football, it's football day. And so, and, and it's an event every, every week there's like some kind of an event. So I think that's a very clear, um, I don't know. It, it, it's pretty obvious, right? Like it's a very obvious kind of draw. Um, with the NBA, it's a little more difficult because there's games every single day. So, um, like most like casual fans are not paying attention every single day. So, I, is there like a way to like be like, hey, Mondays or Wednesdays and Fridays? You know, like like they're they're already doing kind of nationally televised games. Like, why don't they just like really hone in on those if they can? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Just some, just spitballing here. So that that's kind of my spiel on the length of NBA seasons. Um, let's get into some gaming news or the lack of gaming news. <laughs> um, so there was no Nintendo Direct this week, um, despite a lot of us anticipating it there was none there was no news um they had some kind of a rollout on twitter where they were announcing games that were going to be released uh a big one for me was east 10 uh was confirmed to be um was confirmed to be uh coming to switch later this year which is really exciting um i think 10 the the just the the quality of that game looks a lot better than nine uh i think that i i I do have nine on kind of my list of games that i i may want to play but i've heard that the switch version of the game is unfortunately incredibly buggy and uh low performance so that has sort of turned me off from uh purchasing that game i also have a huge backlist of games like i've mentioned so that's not really you know i can i can get away with not you know playing this specific game so um but east 10 looks great it looks really fun it looks colorful similar to east 8 which is one of my favorite games so um yeah if if it uh comes out and if there is a i'm gonna do probably like a quick check to see how well it performs on switch but it seems that it, it might uh 
like if if like the you know performance is anything if it's even slightly better than east 8 on the switch i would be happy about it so um that was one announcement that they made they also made kind of the like small other announcements for like princess peach you know other 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 stuff like that which i'm not super interested in um but they kind of had like a small little rule out on twitter yesterday um in lieu of a direct potentially right i think that's what some people were arguing um there has been some rumors sp- like circulating regarding that the direct has been pushed forward uh, or rather pushed back until next week so um i'm going to pay it, i'm going to yeah, yeah the you know, the rumor mill keeps churning um i'm going to probably pay attention to see <laughs> or kind of like stay on top and see if a direct does come out um <laughs> it is really funny um so on top of like the direct news obviously there's a lot of switch 2 news um the initial rumor that was kind of heavily hinted was saying that the switch 2 was going to be announced march of this year um recently i've seen that they might push it back until Q1 of 2025, which is which is kind of a bummer, you know what I mean? If that, if there is any, um, you know, if that kind of news source or like rumor is you know reliable at all, um, that does kind of suck uh, because there is kind of this like really heavy anticipation that a new system is going to be announced this year um and a lot of speculation starting all the way from last year in regards to just like switch 2 was being shown at like gdc and stuff like that um so if it is true that the switch 2 gets pushed back all the way till next year it kind of sucks uh, it sort of takes a lot of the excitement out of a new system of new games, right? Um, so that that's that's kind of unfortunate. Um, I've said before that I'm pr- probably not going to buy the new console anytime soon. Um, definitely not at launch. I've never been someone who bought consoles at launch. Um, so it, it didn't really affect me too much it wouldn't really affect me too much if they did end up pushing the release date back but it just kind of sucks because like i i feel for a lot of other people who are really anticipating this to come out this year um so it it, it kind of su- i i i feel on their behalf and i also just like hearing news too it's exciting to hear about these like new releases even though these are games that i probably won't get to anytime soon um but it's it's just kind of exciting to be kind of a part of that so it's it's it, it is sort of unfortunate that we're kind of hearing speculation that this news is getting kind of pushed back um because then it's it, it, it's also the fact that it kind of leaves bare what what else we're going to get for the rest of the year for just the switch in general um we haven't had a lot of announcements in regards to any new games um a lot of the games that have been announced are like remasters uh, you know kind of re um just kind of like a 
whatever you want to call it, uh, just uh, re, what is the word? Oh my god, I'm like blanking on it. Remasters and and re, what's the other term? It's remasters and remakes, remakes of games, of older games, right? Um, That have been sort of announced and stuff, but uh, outside of that, it's like, I, I don't know if that's enough to hold you know, the rest of the year together, right? Um, There is, like, you could argue that there are some announcements that could help boost sort of, you know, the the Switch's continuation for this year at least. But if there's no, like, first-party stuff from Nintendo directly, it's really hard, like, new first-party stuff to come out. I I think it's really difficult for... um, I don't know. I don't know how much that's going to hold the attention of, you know, actually, you know, very like strong kind of rabid <laughs> Nintendo fans, right? It's going it's going to be a long year, man. I think uh if the news and the rumors hold to be true, uh we're in it for the long haul, you know what I mean? We got another year to hold on to for any any announcements uh for for a new console. So, um yeah, that kind of sucks. It is really funny. <laughs> I do want to kind of mention. I, I think see, seeing some of the reactions from some of fans are are very funny. Just like being like, you know, it's it's Jover and and stuff like that. It, I think it's it's like I feel I feel for them, but it's also really funny to me. Um, there was like one comment that made me laugh really hard, but it was just like talking about how <laughs> it was just like saying something along the lines of. Um, Man, they're not releasing anything. I just gotta hold out with like Mario versus Donkey Kong versus like Koopa Links for like HD remaster for this entire year. It's gonna be a rough one, man. It was like something along those lines and that kinda made me laugh laugh a bit. Um but yeah, I, I I'm I'm hoping, you know, there's still some hope that uh that there's gonna be, you know, uh, a new system, but I, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna just kind of, you know, I'm gonna set my ex- expectations to, to a minimum at this point, uh, because they've been so quiet, like, on the Nintendo front of things, they haven't said anything, they've said jack about new system, new games, too, like, they've been real silent about that, so, um, I'm just kind of holding back on any, on any news regarding the, any you know just any systems and stuff i do want i do hope that there is some kind of a direct next year or next week excuse me um i think that could be i i i'm still i'm still i'm I'm still optimistic that there's going to be a direct next week uh as as some people have said so uh, i'm going to keep my fingers crossed on that because uh i i i think it would be nice to see some news come out on that front um other stuff that I wanted to kind of catch up on. I'm I'm most likely just going to keep it to this recording for this week just because I I don't uh I think it's going to be a little difficult to squeeze in another time this weekend to do another recording, so uh it's probably going to be a bit, a bit of a shorter one. Um I started up Botan Kaidos this week. I've been kind of playing it uh after work. Uh uh, I'm I'm like I, I I've made like it, the 
I, I want to give some initial impressions. <laughs> I'm like struggling to like figure out how to talk about the game. Um, I've started the first spot in Kaidos. Um, I I've enjoyed it so far. I think it's really. Uh, I like. I'm I'm interested in seeing where the story goes. I'm seeing a lot of parallels <laughs> with this game in terms of just like the world and the the you know the structure of the world and uh xenoblade 2 uh just like the the cloud sea the titans like you know people traveling around on these like larger than like landmass animals right um i'm seeing a kind of a common thread there uh i i like the environments um i really like like the individual areas are sort of you know like this feels very much like an old school jrpg kind of in line with um you know like games from like the ps1 era with final fantasy and that sort of thing um 3d um you know 3d models for the characters and then maybe sort of like a combination of 2d 3d for like the backgrounds um i think that's really it's nice it's really pretty um reminds me a little bit of like uh Final Fantasy 9 and from my kind of very brief um you know very brief sort of uh view of like Chrono Cross um the, the very like colorful and pretty sort of like oceanic uh environments which I'm, I'm I I like I dig it um the characters are you know interesting i haven't really delved too much i i just started so i i i really can't get a gauge on you know on the characters the main character is uh he's unlikable but you know it's not to the same extent as like someone like uh luke from tales of the abyss where you kind of hate his character for like the first like 30 hours of the game um you dislike Kalos a little bit because he's very selfish and kind of self-centered, but he's not unbearing. Like, he's not constantly complaining about stuff, but it, it, it's more like he has, like, a very questionable moral compass and questionable ethics, which I think makes for an interesting ma- main character. Like, he's not without, you know, he's not some kind of flawless person. Like, he clearly has some kind of past, and you you have an idea of where his motivation comes from, but you don't really um you you don't get we haven't gotten like the full extent of his character but you can kind of see where he's coming from and why he's he's a bit of a dick um so it'll it'll be interesting seeing how his character um you know develops throughout throughout the game um i like the music the music is sort of like an interesting choice of like uh you kind of have you know some of the more like orchestral pieces um the battle themes remind me a bit of like yeast uh where you kind of have like the rock elements to it combined you know with sort of more epic kind of uh orchestral elements i guess if you want to call it that um i think that's pretty fun um and (laughs) there's there's one thing (laughs) it's it's kind of funny uh so there are these like npc shopkeepers in each area each village town and the 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 character models for them they don't blink <laughs> so it's kind of creepy they they kind of look like dolls but not in like a good way 
so it every time like the very first time uh i i walked into kind of one of the the stores and came across the npc i was sort of like oh, i was like kind of like <laughs> thrown away because they weren't blinking i was like this is this is pretty creepy i don't know <laughs> um like i don't know why they didn't like animate the the eyes at all i thought that was like really weird it was a weird decision like it, it, is it really that hard to make them like blink a little bit it still would have been a bit unnerving and a bit uh you know a little uncanny but i i feel like i it would have given them a bit more moosh movement and you know to the character other than just giving them blank stares um so that was like one point um i like the I like the pace of this game. It it it's going really smoothly. Um there's no there hasn't really been any like lull points at all. Like it's just kind of moving at a really steady pace. Um we we kind of like we we don't we haven't really like you know, you can choose to stay in an area. Um but it, it, the the story is moving at a really like brisk pace, which I kind of like. Um and uh because it, it just sort of like and i haven't really had needed to like grind at all which i think is good um so so far on that front i don't know if there was like a ql ql update with you know this remastered version but if if there has been it's like a nice it's it's kind of a nice addition um really just like steady and i i, I don't feel like there's been any holds uh, hold ups with any uh, with kind of the story progression um the combat is interesting. Um, I didn't really know. I mean, I knew what to expect with kind of the card aspect of it. Um, it is not at all like any of like the other rogue-like card games that I've played, like Slay the Spire or Monster Train, anything like that. Um, it is more. The, the emphasis is more on you being able to kind of string together combos with your cards. Uh, say you have, and each con each card is like numbered as well. Um, so say you have like a hand of like, uh, you know, three, one of, if your character has a focus on like elemental attacks, say you have, I don't know, three fire cards and then two like miscellaneous you know cards like a a healing item or you know a, a, a defense item it is more optimal to just kind of use up those three attack cards to string together as much damage as possible um i also like the fact that uh if you use say a fire attack card and a water attack card those kind of cancel each other out and so the damage you you know inflict on an enemy is a lot less than if you had just used the fire card so that's kind of another aspect to the combat as well i don't know if it's going to get deeper than that um i think that there 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 you know i think there's going to be more characters that come into your party and so each character might have more different you know ways of optimizing them and using them in combat but the the kind of the main draw <laughs> pun intended the main draw of the the card battle system i don't know if it's going to become any deeper than that um 
like it feels it, it feels kind of it could just kind of remain sort of surface level i don't know um i do enjoy it for sure but it's definitely not kind of the main thing that is really drawing my attention with this game um it's more so the other elements of the story and uh the music and kind of the you know adventure aspects of it uh but i do uh i i i still i still enjoy the combat system it's just not the deepest thing that i've seen um but who knows man it might it might continue to uh develop and uh there might be more strategy involved as as uh, as i progress in the game and there's also the second game as well and so maybe they make improvements on this battle system and you know add upon it um so there's also that potential as well so those are kind of my first impressions of Batankaitos so far, as I'm kind of like maybe like six hours into the game. Um, pretty earlier on, I think. I don't actually know how long this game takes to beat. Um, I'm like a little hesitant to look that up. I, I, I sort of, um, maybe I'll check it out later, but I, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to set expectation. Well, I don't know. I've talked about how I look up you know how long games are all the time so maybe i might just do that but i i also don't want that to be at the back of my head and i kind of just want to enjoy uh the game as i as i kind of go along with it and not think about how much longer i have in this game so then i move on to the next game like i don't want to think too much about that um anyways that's kind of a wrap-up for this week um sadly no nintendo direct like i mentioned hopefully there was one next week so uh, that's something that i can talk about and really delve into um maybe i'll do like an all-star break impressions thing i don't know maybe i'll do so i don't know i'll I'll talk about it um if i if i watch it at all if anything interesting comes up um but yeah that's gonna do it for this week's episode thank you for listening this has been save the semantics signing off